This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Tuesday night to you. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next four hours. I hope you had a tremendous day. I hope you're having a tremendous evening, a tremendous night. We're going to be here for the next four hours. I get started at this time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America. And thank you to my friends who find some type of way to listen overseas. You can always listen on the free Odyssey app. You can always lock in on Sirius XM Channel 158. Of course, we have many and many, many affiliates that you can listen to. You can listen on a smart speaker. Damn it, you can you can listen to Odyssey on your television set with these smart TVs. You might be able to listen with a microwave and some tinfoil. I'm just glad that you're here. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you to you, the listeners who make this show just possible. There is no show without you. Uh, very much a different approach than a lot of the radio shows that you listen to. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to the listeners. I want to engage uh, with the listeners. Yeah, we'll have one guest, and we have some cool guests uh, that will be joining us even here over the next few days. Uh, we got Mr. Raider Tim Brown, who's going to join us. Uh, we're talking to my main man, Champ Bailey. Champ should, should be able to join us over the next few days. I'm just trying to sit here and have fun with you all. So thank you very much. It's a busy day. It's a busy night in the world of sports. LeBron James, this might be the night that he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Most points scored by anyone in the regular season. He needs 36 points tonight to pass Kareem. We're going to talk about it. Obviously, we'll keep you updated as the Los Angeles Lakers are getting ready to take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. And man, this young Thunder team, eh, who knows how many points they give up to LeBron. LeBron James walked into the arena tonight dressed. This man had some shades on, uh, all black suit, open chest out with some chains. He he was all business. If he's going to have this photo or this image go into a documentary, uh, he was certainly dressed for the occasion. And so we'll update you on LeBron James and his chase for Kareem uh, as that game continues to go on. We'll, We'll know the results here on this show. And so stand by and and stay tuned. Uh, One of LeBron's former teammates, Kyrie Irving, he was introduced to the the media, the Dallas media today in Los Angeles as uh, his new team, the Dallas Mavericks, get ready to take on the Clippers. And Kyrie was Kyrie. 
He let everyone know that he felt disrespected by the Brooklyn Nets in their front office, that he wasn't appreciated, that it was time to move on. And then he also addressed some of his uh, social media behavior, especially as it relates to his, his tweets and apologies and messages that got him in trouble back with the Brooklyn Nets. We'll talk about that. It's been reported the Brooklyn Nets do not want to part ways with Kevin Durant. They're, they're trying to hold off. I am still here in Phoenix, Arizona for the Super Bowl. The Arizona Cardinals are looking for a new head coach. Someone who used to coach the Arizona Cardinals is actually, uh, he has a new job. His name is Steve Wilkes, the new defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. Aaron Rodgers, this is absolutely hilarious. Today, on Radio Row, I walked by Pat McAfee while he was doing his show, and lo and behold, he was having a conversation with Aaron Rodgers. It was via Zoom. I did not hear the conversation, but I learned afterwards that Aaron Rodgers needs to go on a, uh, hey, Shep, what is Aaron Rodgers? He's calling it a, a darkness retreat. Is that, is that correct? A darkness isolation retreat. You would be correct. Okay. We will talk about Aaron Rodgers and his isolation uh, darkness retreat. Uh, speaking of the Super Bowl and here in Phoenix, there's, there's a lot of betting, a, a lot of money moving, not necessarily here, but uh, of course in Vegas. We'll get into that aspect of it. Uh, Sean Payton is, is pretty hilarious and, and, and what he has going on right now with, with the Broncos and, and just, just Russell Wilson. I read a report today that Sean Payton took the job despite Russell Wilson being there. And then we, we've had some interesting conversations about quarterbacks. And so we got a lot to do, a lot to discuss. If you want to talk to me here on CBS Sports Radio, it's simple. The phone number is as follows, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm everywhere on the Internet. That is at JR Sport Brief. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Let's start off here, because the game that just preceded the Los Angeles Lakers and his chase to 36 points was actually a nationally broadcast game between the Brooklyn Nets and unfortunate. And hey, you know what? I got I got to give the Brooklyn Nets credit. Looked like they were going to get smashed. The Suns, the Nets made it competitive at the end, but the Suns still won in Brooklyn, 116 to 112. Uh, Cam Thomas is still playing out of his mind with no Kyrie Irving. He had, I think, about 22 points in the first half of the game. He finishes with 43. The other night, he had 47. The night before that, he had 44. Cam Thomas is playing out of his mind. It's still not enough. Ben Simmons had two points. And the man who everyone is worried about, Kevin Durant, is still out. It's been reported that Kevin Durant is not going to play basketball until after, after the All-Star break. And Kevin Durant is having conversations right now with the Brooklyn Nets and, and, and what they, they, they plan to do. And they don't want to let Kevin Durant go. They want to try to build a contender. And I say, damn it, that's highly unlikely. How in the purple hell are you going to go ahead and and build a contender who's available nobody and so you can add spencer dinwiddie and dorian finney smith and cam thomas can continue to play out of his mind are we expecting him to 
become the greatest player in NBA history all of a sudden and just drop, you know, 40 points per game? The, the, the answer is no. And so Kevin Durant, man, he's in a unique position. You know, he, he probably doesn't want to be there. But when Jacques Vaughn got hired as the Nets coach a few months ago, you know, Kevin Durant was, was okay with that. Listen. I was excited for him. Um, I know the work that he puts in every day. I know how much he cares about the development of uh, each player and his team as a whole. And um, looking forward to playing for him. You know, all the guys have um, responded to um, how he wants us to play. And, um, you know, so I'm looking forward to, you know, how we progress after this. Yeah, that's when he first got hired, Jacques Vaughn. And we know things have already changed. Kyrie Irving is out the door. And I mean, damn, Kyrie Irving, it took him one press conference, one press conference with the Dallas media as a member of the Mavericks in Los Angeles to pretty much just, I don't want to say sound crazy. That, that's not fair. Just to sound like Kyrie, just to sound discombobulated and, and omit certain facts. Kyrie Irving said he felt disrespected. Take a listen. I just know I want to be places where I'm celebrated uh, and not just tolerated or, or, or just, um, you know, kind of dealt with in a way that doesn't make me feel respected. Um, and there were times throughout this process when I was in Brooklyn where I felt very disrespected and my talent uh, worked extremely hard at what I do. No one ever talks about my work ethic, though. Everyone talks about what I'm doing off the floor. So um, I just want to change that narrative, write my own story, and just continue to prepare in the gym. And now that I'm in Dallas, just focus on what I can control, like I said. I wouldn't even know where to start. Kyrie Irving continued on about how the front office would leak stories, but he doesn't want to make things, doesn't want to make things personal. Is Kyrie Irving, he's actually omitting all of his behaviors? He's talking about people want to discuss his actions off of the court. Well, Well, whose actions are they? You know, who's speaking? These, these aren't things that were made up or manufactured. These were all issues from Kyrie Irving. And so now he's in Dallas. He says they will have no problem coexisting. He and Luka Doncic, Jason Kidd, also made the point to say these are not two 23-year-olds that have no experience playing basketball. This is Luka's team. And now we just have someone else who can come out here and handle the basketball. That's, that's from the mouth of, of Jason Kidd. And that's all fine and well, but we know they don't have anything else. Kyrie Irving is a tremendous basketball player. Tremendous. It's just a damn shame that here we are, and he doesn't understand why all of his off-the-court comments and behaviors garner more attention than how hard he works. You're the one masking it, man. You're the one being the distraction. You're distracting people away from your talent. There should be no reason that Kyrie Irving is not discussed as a, as a future Hall of Famer. There's no reason that he shouldn't be discussed as one of the greatest quote-unquote little guys to play in the NBA. There's no reason that he should not be celebrated as a champion, hit one of the biggest shots in NBA Finals history. There's no reason that he shouldn't be celebrated for his handle or his shot-making ability at the hoop or his, his shooting percentage. He's a great shooter. There are so many things 
so many things to celebrate Kyrie Irving for. It's just a damn shame that he doesn't get that he's the biggest distraction. That the big bad media isn't out here to get a hold of Kyrie Irving. But maybe he should realize how he's utilizing social media and not to his benefit. That he's the damn distraction. And so for the next several months, is is he going to stick around in Dallas? Nobody has an idea. Nobody has a clue. He could be on to the next. He says basketball is supposed to be fun. He's supposed to have a good time while he's doing it. That he is not thinking about, you know, what comes next just to be in a moment and to avoid the business of basketball. Not realizing that he's done a disservice to his own business by running his mouth. Deleting tweets and deleting apologies and blaming the media for creating stories. And part of that can be true. But this man has not done himself any favors. And Kyrie Irving is just like the the Joker from Batman. He's just a guy who creates chaos and starts fires and, and fans flames and then walks away with his back turned to it. I wish him nothing but the best in Dallas. But the best is probably going to be the playoff elimination. So let's see what happens with Kevin Durant after this season. He has three more years. Three more years left on his contract. But on the positive side, at least Spencer Dinwiddie is back with the Brooklyn Nets. He can throw lobs to Ben Simmons, uh, who who might not even want to dunk the ball. Here, let's, let's end this segment on a positive note. Here's Spencer Dinwiddie, knowing that he was going to go back to the Brooklyn Nets. Seeing how it was going and understanding uh, where it seemed the Nets were going to draw their line on the package and Understand that we may not be the best trade package, but we the best looking, and the Nets need some help in that department. So they drew their line on Doan Spence, and, and now we're here. So. Yeah, and now the Brooklyn Nets are just unfortunately back to being irrelevant. You can hold on to Kevin Durant now. You can hold on to him later. Eventually, you got to let him go. Sometimes you got to know when to let things go. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We are just getting started. Obviously, we'll talk some Super Bowl. Obviously, we'll get into Aaron Rodgers. Man, what a conversation Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving would have if you put them into a room. <laughs> We're gonna, Shep, what, whoa, my God, what type of conversation would that be? Oh, man, a long one for starters? Do do, do, do you think they already communicate? Probably not, right? The problem is neither one would listen to each other. Yeah, I think if Kyrie Irving sent Aaron Rodgers a text, the the world would just (laughs) explode. If I see these two together, I'm going to pray for humanity. It's just uh, two interesting fellows. We'll we'll hear from Aaron Rodgers next hour. I'll get into more detail about Super Bowl and betting. Uh, We'll talk about Jalen Hurts. It looks like his contract, and knock on wood, no surprise here, it looks like a certainty and a guarantee. We'll get into Sean Payton. Of course, LeBron James and the Lakers, they just kicked off. We'll update you as they continue on. If you want to holler at us, it's simple, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'll get to your calls. When we come back, we'll talk about Steve Wilkes. Former Cardinals head coach, former Panthers interim coach, 
he now has a new job. I'll explain that to you, and then we'll also talk about someone. Someone needs to get hired here in Arizona. They don't have a head coach, but it looks like they're getting close. It's the JR Sport Brief Show right here with you. Getting started on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. So far, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Los Angeles Lakers, they are underway currently tied at 11 all about halfway through up oh, not anymore 14 to 11 LeBron James uh, just hit his first field goal 14 points he is now 33 points away from breaking Kareem's record there's actually a counter up in the top right hand corner of the screen and so LeBron James will get this countdown tonight if he doesn't break the record he'll also get the countdown on Thursday night as the Los Angeles Lakers will take on the Milwaukee Bucks. And just because looking at this dumb counter is a pain in the ass, hopefully LeBron James uh, breaks this record tonight. I don't know if we're going for uh, nostalgia or if LeBron James got a bad haircut uh, tonight. He's wearing his headband. His hair also appears to be a little bit lower at the top, or maybe not. 855-2124-CBS. I'm going to get to some of your calls, and then I want to tell you about someone who just got a new job, and he used to coach here in Arizona, and it, it didn't end all that great. Let's go ahead and pick up the phones. Uh, who Dat is calling from Louisiana. You are on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Who Dat? What's up, y'all? Um, JR, first time calling your show. Uh, uh, Jeff, how are you doing tonight? I got a question for you. What if Aaron Rodgers get landed in New Orleans? You know, it took me, you know, Drew Brees had, what, 70-something percent um, completion percentage. He had 50 passes a game, averaged 30 yards. I'm not familiar with um, Miles Brennan, but when he came to LSU his freshman year, he was a thinker and dunker. So does that mean Russell Wilson will fit in Sean Payton's system? Well, Probably not. Are, Go ahead. Are you, are you in a lunchroom cafeteria? Where are you? I'm not to say right now. It's hard to hear me. No, no, you're not allowed to say it. I just hear a lot of people in the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's okay. I, I can hear you. I just gotta let you go with all them folks in the back. Shep, what did that man ask me? I was just basically trying to asking figure, you. Is, huh? He's basically saying, would Aaron Rodgers at this point of his career be the right fit in New Orleans? Does that work out at this point, going on 40 years old? Well, Is he the heir apparent to Drew Brees? No. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, he was in a restaurant. He was in a restaurant. Well, the thing is, I said to him, I said, who dat? Great to have you. Just make sure when we get to you, you're, you're in a good spot. So just make sure there's no background noise and get off speaker. He goes, yeah, that's no problem, Chef. You got it. And then, of course, he gets on the air 10 minutes later, and he's in the same exact spot. 
Yeah, he sounded like he was either eating dinner or preparing it. I don't, I don't sound like a massive cafeteria. <laughs> well, it's probably uh, on Bourbon Street, maybe. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it'd be a lot louder than that. The background sounded way too sophisticated. Oh. That would be Bourbon Street. Got it. Well, it is 1030, though. Well, ninth, it would be, no, it would still be 1030 there, right? Because they're, they're Eastern time. No, they're not. They're Central time. New Orleans is Central? Yeah, where you been? 930. I didn't know that. Well, I did not know that. I always you, thought they were Mem- I always thought they were the same time as Memphis. No, do you want to you want to go to New Orleans? I would love to go to New Orleans. Of course. But you you don't want to go to Waffle House after 2 a.m. <laughs> you would not How are you going to deal with Bourbon Street and this everything is on the street? Oh. Oh, you mean Oh, oh, you mean Bourbon Street at 2 a.m., not New Orleans at 2 a.m. No. That's what you're saying. Okay, that's that's a different no, story. No, no, Bourbon New Orleans What are, what are we talking about here? Well, I would go to Bourbon New- Street runs right through New Orleans, right there through New Orleans, through the this, this Central I, District. No, I understand that. You wouldn't find me on Bourbon Street at 2 in the morning, but you would find me in New Orleans at 2 in the morning. Like, I, I mean, our hours, JR, we, you and I stay up till 3, 4, wait, 5 wait, in the wait. morning. Like, it's nothing. So I'm, What I'm saying to you is, right. even at this time, yes, at 930, yes. especially at this time, oh, yeah, at this time of year, I would assume and I would believe that the street is is bumping right now. It's thir- it's got to be 40 something degrees there right now though. 40 degrees. Yeah. In New Orleans at night? Uh, in in the middle of February, I would assume so. Yes. I mean it's 30s in New York right now. It, well, this this it, it's 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 at the <laughs> Gulf. It's not it's not a northeast. So when I lived in Memphis, the, the, the myth and the misnomer was, and the fallacy was that it never snowed. Of course, the first year I get there, it snows for a week straight. So just Bruh, because people it think— It is 70 degrees in New Orleans right now. It, it, it's, wait, you're saying it's hotter in New Orleans than it is in, 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 uh, in Key West? Bruh, it's on the Gulf. I understand that. So it'd be more it's, it'd be more chilly because it's going to be windy if it's, if it's by the Gulf. No, it's it's humid. It picks up the air. It's in the south. Oh. Tomorrow will be eighty degrees. Thursday will be sixty four. Friday sixty two. Bruh, I need to take you to New Orleans. Yeah, I, I live and learn. I guess is my motto tonight. You need to you need to go to New Orleans. Yeah, and you need to you need to go on a Friday night, and uh, I will leave you outside on Bourbon <laughs> Street at like I don't know midnight. Okay. And I'll check in on you in like 40 minutes. Oh, I'll make the most of those 40 minutes. Well, I I bet you would. 855-212-4CBS. Johnny's calling from Sacramento. You're CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Johnny? Hey, what's up, JR? I love your show. Sure, man. Yeah, hey, so two quick questions. Um, Since Steph Curry uh, got out of the All-Star game, do you think Darren Fox or Anthony Edwards? Oh, man. I, I think De'Aaron Fox has to go in. I, I think just because of the Sacramento Kings being being winners. Uh, Anthony Edwards is deserving. Anthony Edwards hasn't been around as long as De'Aaron Fox. Uh, I don't want to – well, it is. A lot of the all-star voting is basically a popularity contest. De'Aaron Fox has had to wait his time. He's been able to improve over the past several years. Uh, the team, the Kings, are actually winning. His percentages are, are, are up. I would put him in there before Anthony Edwards. I think Anthony Edwards, maybe he is freshly able to purchase a beer. And I know Anthony Edwards made a statement last week that he was, uh, oh, nobody ever votes me. Man, you just got here. You just got here. And that's not right. to say that somebody else, you know, won't be eligible or available. Paul George, you know, he might 
he might break a fingernail, uh, you know, walking out his house. Back. So it's, it's not too late. But I, I believe De'Aaron Fox. If if I had an option, I'd put De'Aaron Fox in there. Obviously from Sacramento, I appreciate that. No doubt, John. Uh, just, also, random question yes. to tell us off. So I'm a Sacramento Kings fan and a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. Oh, no. I know. Why? How? Well, I'm from Sacramento, so obviously Kings, Jacksonville Jaguars. I like their colors when I was five years old when they became a team. Okay. That's that's nice. So who would win a championship first, Kings <laughs> or Jaguars? You're asking me if the Kings or Jaguars will win the championship first? Wh- which one? Oh, my God. You might as well ask me, uh, you know, which which country will get to the bottom of the sea first. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> that, yeah, I love that. That's hey, tough. You know what? Up. In all honesty, right now, today, and I, I understand I'm switching the question up because it's an impossible one to answer. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars would probably be better equipped because it looks like they do have a franchise quarterback. And one thing that that does you does for you in the NFL, it allows you to compete year after year. And so that you have Trevor Lawrence, you, you have Doug Peterson as a head coach. Yep. I, I think that's a solid start to being competitors over the next few years. It still is the Jags. And so I wouldn't be shocked if they went, you know, I don't know, 6-11 and 11 one year and then went 11-6 and six another. Right. Uh, but I believe in and them and stability. And game series in the NFL. Say again. The seven-game series in the NBA, there's not none of that in the NFL. So you can get yes. lucky one time. Right? Well, the thing, well, correct. There's, there's less playing. Just about everybody gets in the playoffs. And if the NFL is built for parity. We see what teams have done over the past 20 years. You have the New England Patriots who were, were, were competitive for 20 years. Now we have the Kansas City Chiefs. God knows how long they'll be able to hold on to the mantle. But it's built for parity. The NBA is not. And as much as De'Aaron Fox has improved and, and – Sabonis. We, yeah, we can look at Sabonis. I, I, I hate to call him uh, Arvidas' kid, but that's how I view him. Hey, but he is so good. Yeah, he he's good. He has his limits, especially defensively. I'm talking about his dad, but yeah. Oh, no, his dad, absolutely. I loved his dad. The thing is, they ain't it. The Kings ain't it. They're competitive. But do I think De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis together will win a title? No. And it will take time for them to, you know, flip Sabonis out or get De'Aaron some help or maybe one day in a few years say we don't want De'Aaron. So the Kings are good. They deserve credit. But I don't see De'Aaron Fox as the type of player to be the best guy on a championship team. Is he going to well, change coming, that? Coming we'll from see. Sacramento, uh, we're 16 years with not making the playoffs, so that would be nice just to make it. You got to start somewhere, Johnny. Thank you for calling from Sacktown. Yeah, man, that's tough. Who's going? Well, I know it's the Jags, but it, I don't want to say it's easier in the NFL, but it, you can go through ups and downs, and you can change faster. I mean, we're entering into a period right now where even the Detroit Lions are just performing so much better. They got a future. Sometimes you could change in the NFL. 855-212-4CBS. Zach is here from New York. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Zach? Hey, um, uh, I don't really like the slander that's been going on about Kyrie. Okay, we'll say we'll, we'll go ahead. Uh, 
he's an all-star player and he had some bad beliefs, yes. But would you take him over a uh, Eric Gordon? Eric Gordon as in shooting guard, Eric, or you say Aaron? Aaron. Aaron Gordon. It depends on the circumstance. Well, I mean, there are so many more point guards in the league that you would take Kyrie over. He might be an anti-Semite, but that's just the way it goes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, that was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. That was pretty dumb. Well, first of all, if you me personally, I don't believe he's an anti-Semite. I just believe he's he's bullheaded. I think he's ignorant. And he actually said this today in his uh, his comments to the media speaking to Dallas. He said, I acted emotionally and got defensive. I, I don't think the man I don't, I don't think he has a hateful bone in his body. I just think he's misinformed. I think he's arrogant to a certain degree. And that's a big enough problem. Oh, man. And, and just oh, even to believe what that gentleman just said, but then to, to finish the statement, it, well, that's, that's just what it is. Oh, man, you live in New York? I mean, if you if you live in New York City, do us all a favor. Just go to every neighborhood and live there for about a month. And I think your opinion might change. What a call that was. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, I'm going to give you an update on Steve Wilkes. He has a new job. I'll also talk a little bit more about the Arizona Cardinals. They don't even have a coach. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, great show. I listen to you every night. One of the best broadcasters around. Really are in tune of what uh, what's happening in uh, professional sports. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you, CBS Sports Radio. You know, one thing that I have noticed here Super Bowl week in Arizona, and I get it. It's it's still early. And this is the part where it's just like, man, what day is it? Are they playing the game yet? No, not yet. It's not Sunday. No, it's not. Things are going to get crazier here in Phoenix as we get to Thursday and Friday. It's going to be an absolute madhouse. Everybody's been focused, and, and rightly so, on the two teams competing in the Super Bowl the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Even today, I ran into uh, Shep. I met another mascot. I don't know. They're, they're attracted to me, man. We get along. I met Casey Wolf today. Well, Shep is not excited. No, 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 I am excited. I was asking, who'd you, who'd you meet this time? Kate Casey Wolf. Okay. I didn't know his name. I didn't know. I didn't know the Kansas City Chiefs mascot. I didn't know he was a wolf. I know what he looks like. He's standing next to me. He's gyrating his hips, and I'm just like, relax. But anyway, we had a good chat. He told me that the uh, 
The Chiefs were going to win by 40. And I went around my, my merry way. Me and, uh, me and KC Wolf, we took a nice photo. Uh, you can check it out, Instagram and Twitter, at JR Sport Brief. But the focus has been on the teams. I haven't had one conversation, even with my friends who are here in Arizona, my friends who live here just all year long. Nobody, nobody is talking about, nobody is talking about the Cardinals. Nobody. I've had more conversations about the Phoenix Suns and their new owner. Nobody's talking about Kyler Murray. Nobody is even having a conversation around the fact the Arizona Cardinals don't even have a coach. Like, that's, that's how bad it is. Cliff Kingsbury is given the boot. He goes to, to Thailand, and Kyler Murray is hurt. Nobody talks about him. There has been a report, and we mentioned this last night. Brian Flores was someone who interviewed for the head coaching job with the, the Arizona Cardinals. Brian Flores is now going to lead the defense for the Minnesota Vikings. Good for him. Kevin O'Connell is giving him a job. Uh, This is a step up from what he was doing as an assistant last year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we know the Miami Dolphins told Brian Flores, we don't want you anymore because he basically was throwing them under the bus. And so with Brian Flores no longer in conversations to go out and, and coach the Arizona Cardinals, they're pretty much down to two. Two final candidates. Mike Kafka, who's the offensive coordinator for the New York Giants, took a trip down from Buffalo along with Brian Dayball. And we know the New York Giants, their offense just, it outperformed what they were capable of or what they should have been uh, able to do out there. Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley having bounce back years. And a lot of that has to do with health and in really having no passing game. And so you know in Mike Kafka, you're going to have someone who's a, a little bit on the younger side, and you would hope that there's a little bit more, you know, offensive innovation. And the other candidate who appears to be uh, the finalist to be the head coach here of the Arizona Cardinals would be Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo. Shout-outs to Lou from New York. Okay, the, the, the Bengals have a good defensive front cornerbacks have pretty much stunk I think a lot of that has to do with uh, personnel more so than the than the scheme that the coach comes up with hello Eli Apple and Lou is he's in his mid to late 50s is is this what you want to do you're working with Kyler Murray the NFL is is geared towards offense and and offensive minds why would you want to bring in a defensive coordinator who's on the older side wouldn't you want to bring in someone who's a little bit more innovative, someone who's worked with, I don't know, a, a Josh Allen, someone who has worked with a Daniel Jones, someone who could potentially get the most out of Kyler Murray? What do I know about hiring a head coach? I've never done so. What do I know about owning an NFL franchise? Nothing. But if I'm the Bidwells, I'm not bringing in no defensive-minded dude to run my team. I'm going to hand the keys over to someone who is a a little younger, a little fresher. And I guess after Cliff Kingsbury, they don't want to do that anymore. Can you blame him if that's the case? 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Christian is here from Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. 
Hey, what's going on, JR? How you guys doing? Very well, man. What's on your mind? It's been a while since I called. This is my second time calling. I, I wanted to talk about, I mean, I, I just can't wrap my head around. I, I think it's the next loss that they traded Kyrie, right? I mean, oh. I, I think that Kyrie's going to thrive in Dallas with Luka and company, but, I mean, you're losing a big player like that if you trade him, right? How was it the Nets loss when he didn't want to be there anymore and they pretty much were sick of him as well? I was just thinking from a talent standpoint. I didn't. Oh, well, yeah, from a talent standpoint. But what good is the talent if the talent doesn't want to perform? We got plenty of people, and thank you, Christian. We have plenty of people, whether they play basketball or paint, there are plenty of people. Everybody has a talent. What good is the talent if you can't cultivate it? What good is having the talent if you can't exercise and use it? I mean, we, we've all heard the cliche about wasted talent. Oh, this person had so much potential. Oh, this person was so talented. Well, how many people really have an opportunity to max out at what they do? Kyrie Irving does have an opportunity to max out at what he does, and it, it, it doesn't appear that he's able to do so. His mouth gets him in trouble. His mouth gets in his own damn way. And so, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets are, are missing out on Kyrie and his talent. What good is his talent if he doesn't show up to work? What good is his talent if you can't trust him? What good is his talent if he's a distraction to the team? This is not the Brooklyn Nets or the Brooklyn Kyries. It's a basketball team. You have to put a bunch of dudes together, coaches, executives, team, players. Everybody has to operate as a team, as a unit. And if you have one part that's screwing everything up for everybody else, just, just move on, right? Yeah, I would think so. You know what? A matter of fact, when we get to, to the top of the hour, since Kyrie is a massive topic of conversation, I want to talk about both Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie. Aaron Rodgers had his words today about going into his darkness retreat. And Kyrie Irving had plenty of words today as well in being introduced to the media as a member of the Dallas Mavericks. So we'll get there at the top of the hour. And, you know, I, I did omit this, and it wasn't intentionally. As we talked about coaches here in Arizona, of which the Cardinals don't have one, Steve Wilkes, Steve Wilkes, this man, good for him. Steve Wilkes has a job. The man who just took over for Matt Rule with the Carolina Panthers, he went 6-6 six and six after taking over. We know he didn't get the, the head coaching job. It went to Frank Reich. Steve Wilkes, he's the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Now tell me that's not a damn good job to go out there and have. Steve Wilkes, the last time he was a defensive coordinator, was with the Cleveland Browns in 2019. The, a higher level of talent he'll have here with the 49ers. You know, how he works out and what he does, I have no idea. But if you're out there screwing up the 49ers defense, yeah, you, you really don't deserve to have a job. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Ben is here from Charlotte. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. 
Uh, hey, man, just wanted to echo exactly what you were just saying from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we, uh, the, the whole team, the whole sentiment of the Carolina Panthers was Steve Wilkes should be our guy, and they were all behind him, and for some reason, uh, long-term, maybe Frank Wright might might turn out to be a, a better a better guy, maybe. Uh, but but they have uh, turned over the apple cart here in Charlotte for the Carolina Panthers because not only did the fan base but also the players wanted Coach Wilkes to, to stick around here because of the cleanup job he did um, after what we saw Coach Rule do um, over the past couple seasons. And, and what better place could, could Coach Wilkes land than a uh, – a strong contender, um, sure. and like you just said, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully he doesn't mess up a good thing there. But he's right. got a great thing going, and I, and I just uh, I hate to see him leave. He's a Charlotte guy, North Carolina guy, uh, coach at App State, and uh, you know, uh, just wish him the best. And uh, it's just one of those situations where we're all going to be shaking our heads in North Carolina and South Carolina, for that matter. Um, saying, man, we, we let a good thing go. Right. I hear you, Ben, and thank you so much for, for calling from Charlotte. Much love to everybody out in the Queen City. You know, David Tepper took he took the thought process of really really going by experience. You know, Frank Reich has, has more of a track record as a head coach. Steve Wilkes didn't get a fair shake here in Arizona with the Cardinals. He had Josh Rosen as his starting quarterback. And we know what happened with Josh Rosen, and Steve Wilkes said it. Yeah, I'm, I'm nothing but a bridge here. I'm nothing but a bridge. And they moved on. And it's tough. It's real tough to look at somebody, even with the Panthers. He went 6-6. Six and six. There's no guarantee that he was going to continue an improvement next year. Here's the biggest question for the Carolina Panthers. And it's not so much the coach right now. It's the players. Who's going to be throwing that rock? They got to work, figure that part out first. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to give you an update on the latest. Yes, the latest from Aaron Rodgers and the words from Kyrie Irving. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Re Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.